any chip on the flow, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You supposed to be up cooking breakfast with somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Woo! Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Log Notes podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my co-host, Thomas Dick. We're here to recap the Great American Race, the weekend that was ruined by Mother Nature. as and well fuel as, saving. Uh, Mother Nature and fuel saving. And preview the Atlanta race. And yellow flags. It was ruined by fuel saving, weather, and yellow flags. We'll get into all the specific details of what happened this weekend. But first, let's uh, look at some news around NASCAR. Uh, Ray Everham, whose SRX series announced in January it would be suspending operations, said he'd like to do an IROC reunion with old IROC cars and drivers who drove them. Wouldn't be a racing league, but rather an exhibition on a couple of short tracks. What are your thoughts? A, I was sad that SRX suspended their operations. I enjoyed watching. It was a break from the normal racing. Um, and you got to see some old dudes and some see some NASCAR people racing against other people. So, hey, I'm sad that's gone. I would like a, a senior league. So why not do a senior league in the in the IROC? He wants people that used to race IROC in IROC vehicles. I would like to see 63-year-old Bill Lester in an <laughs> old IROC car. Going against, I named someone, Casey Kane. Ooh. And Brian Vickers, whose wife helped uh, Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I mean, I thought SRX was a great idea. I don't know if it kind of got tiresome, I think. I think people want them to go more towards NASCAR drivers being in it, but NASCAR drivers are pretty busy. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think they they sort of needed that name recognition. Yeah, they need a name recognition probably, and they weren't able to get it on a consistent basis. Yeah. Uh, The other news, there's a new NASCAR manager game out on the mobile devices. Combines the energy and excitement of NASCAR racing with the design and strategy of a manager-style game. I know you and I downloaded it. Uh, I have not downloaded it. I lied to you and said I would. Oh, wow. I'm going to wait. I wanted you to wait and see if it was worth it. I One thing, I'm trying to get off devices. Like, that's I get that thing once a week that says, you've been on the phone 26 <laughs> hours a day. And I'm like, how is that possible? Like, there's 24 hours in a day. Uh, see, I'd like it when it tells me that I haven't been on. But uh, the game's changing. Uh, I like it. I just started playing. There's not real. I haven't had any seen any real NASCAR drivers on there. So that's a little weird. Yeah. Me that you'd have an NASCAR sponsored game that they're promoting. That Yeah, doesn't... where's Deegs at? I haven't seen them. Well, maybe maybe they're coming, and I just haven't got them. But it's pretty fun. I mean, you just kind of so whoa. So what's the setup like? So you get two cars, and you race against other people. And like, then... how do you race? Are you is it is it so like you control them, and you can control whether they go normal speed, like go balls out. But are then... you actually steering? No, oh, okay. you're just you're like the crew chief. So like you tell okay. them. Yeah, aggressive, yeah, like conservative. Stand on it. <laughs> did you ever play the F one Clash game? I did not. Oh, it's the same exact thing, except they soccer. Would it be like championship manager? Like you pick the formation stuff, but the other stuff is all. Yeah, so like you can upgrade yeah. your car, you open up crates and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's you enjoy like that football game we used to play, where you did one game a day that you would manage. 
Oh yeah. But uh no, you can play as many times as you want and then uh we've got multiple tracks in there. So right, right now the ones that I have are Daytona and California. Pretty exciting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll join. Well. You tell me when the you tell me when Ryan Priest is on there and I'll join. <laughs> but yeah, that's so that's it for our news. Yeah, I, I mean the news was pretty thin. Plus, we're doing a recap and a preview, so I didn't want to get too bogged down in that stuff. We'll just go with top of the line news. Now we're gonna go to Daytona 500. As we, as we said, rain, rain, and more rain. They ended up not running until Monday. Yeah, 3 p.m. It was an afternoon race. The Thunderbirds were awesome. Also, not, shout out to all the fans that stuck around too. Yeah, you know, a lot of people uh, they save all their money for one weekend a year, and it. Uh, and God was like, "Up your butt with a coconut," and no. just let it rain. But they stuck around. I, They're better people than us. When we went to Texas, we didn't stick around. Yeah. Well, that race ended up being like on Thursday. Well, then it takes like, 50, and it ended up being Wednesday. But it takes yeah. like. 20 hours to dry the track if it rains like 15 minutes which the math i don't get the math behind that dwayne johnson's command to start the engines was weak i like how you put dwayne in there just call him the rock when the dwayne johnson no the rock would have had a good command to start your engines dwayne johnson had a terrible one and it started off with him talking about america for some reason but then had nothing to do with the rest of what he said Maybe he had some of his own tequila. Yeah, he's like, if everyone would cheer for me if I said, uh, say America first. <laughs> so we get into the race, and there's an accident right away, lap six. A lot of people are saying this is because the fuel saving started early. Well, there was cars wanting to take off, and I they didn't realize that everyone else was going to save fuel for the first 180 of the 200 <laughs> laps. Uh, so what ends up happening is, our guy who there's memes out there about uh, what people are doing when Brad Kozlowski is behind their favorite driver at Daytona. He wrecks like the 69,420th person he's ever wrecked at a super speedway. He turns uh, John Hunter Nemechek sideways. He wipes out Harrison Burton and he goes into Carson Hosevar, Austin Dillon and Jimmy ja uh, Jimmy Johnson. I almost said Jimmy Jackson, Ohio State basketball wasn't playing. Uh, he gets damaged. Harrison Burton and Kaz Grawler are out of the race. So we're not going to get win number 100 for Wood Bros. So sad. But here was my thing, too, with this is they went three wide like immediately. On oh, the my gosh. It was, yeah. Then I texted the group. I go, what are we doing? Yeah. And then everyone pits except for Blaney, Bell, and Hemrick, and maybe a couple others. So the rest of the the rest of the uh, the stage, they're just driving. Everyone is fuel saving, and finally, someone tells Blaney and Bell, "Like you need to haul ass, otherwise those people aren't going to run out of gas, and you'll have to pit again, and they won't." So they finally haul ass. Everyone ends up having to pit. Final lap, we get to, and we got four hundred cars in the top five, along with Ross Chastain. Sort of a math finish. Elliott holds off Chastain. We got six Chevys out front. Uh, the top five is Elliott, Larson, Chastain, Bowman, and Byron. And then Kyle Busch is followed by some Toyotas, Hamlin, Wallace, Truex, and then Daniel Suarez in 10th. And then uh, we had a pretty lively second stage 
Uh, without a yellow flag, as Chevy, Ford, and Toyota all took their turns in the lead. Half of the field pitted with 19 laps to go. Josh Berry did get sideways into his pit box, and he has to fill facing the wrong way, which seems problematic. So well, I just practice in for road road races. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Priest, who pitted as a leader, he was too fast entering and has to do a drive through penalty, which is not ideal. Uh, with 16 to go, eight more pit, uh, leaving a group of eight out. And then with 16, or no, with uh, 14 to go? 14 to go. Everyone else uh, comes into pit. Uh, and then Justin Haley, uh, who was running pretty well, he had to pit with five laps to go with fuel pressure problems. Um, he was running in the top 10 for much of the race. Four to go. Uh, Christopher Bell tries to make it three wide. Uh, and then with two to go, the field catches Priest, Gibbs, and Barry, causing a little bit of chaos. And then on the white flag for the second stage, it was Kyle Bush out on the inside. Cendric uh, was in front on the inside. And then Brian Blaney slingshotted by Cendric to win stage two with a push from Suarez. And I thought this was interesting on the broadcast as they were talking about how Blaney was like, F my teammates. I don't care. Well, that's usually how it is at the end of a stage. Like, at the end of a stage, <laughs> like, it's not like Cendric finished in 50th. He finished in oh, third. That's true. Uh, but yeah, second, he finished in second. Like, yeah, but so is, is he let, is supposed to let Cindric get the playoff point? Yeah, why not? Help your teammate. Anyway, so it was Blaney, Cindric, Suarez, Bush, and Reddick in the top five. William Byron, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., AJ Allmendinger, and Chris Busher in the top 10. But then importantly, Ty Gibbs beats out Ryan Preeze for the important lucky dog. And then we get to stage three. Oh, yeah, this is where, uh, Kyle Bush bust a nut, literally. He leaves without a lug nut on the left front. Ends up having to go around the lap. Like, that's 2.5 miles. Going really slow, making sure the tire doesn't fall off. Otherwise, his crew chief would be uh, uh, suspended for a couple weeks or whatever that heinous penalty is. Uh, luckily, they caught it before the stage started. Uh, they start the stage, and it goes three wide early. It's like, haven't you guys learned um, but it's actually not many crashes, no crashes or anything until uh, 23 to go. We get cars uh, starting to pit and packs of between three and 11 cars. It's the last time they'll pit this race. Uh, the last group finally goes in with 19 to go. So we're going to get 20 laps of just balls to the wall. Hey, we don't have to save fuel anymore and make it a boring race for the first 180 laps. Uh, we can go all out now. Well, I thought this this is why I love the super speedway racing because you can see the packs and the different strategies of coming in earlier um, so you guys can get out front, but then the guys that stayed out longer, you don't have to be in the pits longer. Uh, but then you just kind of see all the momentum coming with the bigger trains and all that. But then they go three wide, and you just kind of know. I think I sent another text to the group, like, this is a little early to start going three wide. Yeah, you could smell the big one coming, especially when uh, Stenhouse got out there in the lead with Suarez up front and everyone behind was sort of squirrely yeah and then uh with 13 to go word is out bubble wallace didn't get enough fuel so he's going to have to pit before the end of the race but that turns out to kind of help him yeah. uh with 11 to go we see uh, brad Kozlowski emerging with the fords and chevys out front 10 to go there's 30 drivers on the lead lap really anybody's race and then the very next lap we get a big one ross chastain fights off Kozlowski. Uh, William Byron takes out Kozlowski, and he takes out Reddick, Logano, Gilliland, Truex, Alfredo, and Brian Blaney. We get a red flag. I thought the most impressive thing with this was Chase Briscoe driving through. 
Oh yeah, he saw the clip. He told his radio that he felt like Lightning McQueen in the movie Cars. <laughs> you know, glad to know he watched the movie. Yeah, and th- <laughs> this one was, you know, usually Chastain is blamed for starting these things, but he was blocking pretty clean on Keselowski. Yeah. Um, close. He almost got uh, to getting taken out. Really close. Well, and uh, the one that really got screwed was Daniel Suarez too. Yeah, and we well, here's what I well now I'm gonna wait to tell you later what I don't like about this. It irritates me, and it ended up happening in the truck race, sort of. But uh, we got the red flag to go. They're gonna race with four to go. We're gonna have eight Chevys in the top ten, thanks to Big Hat Byron starting the one that wiped out a bunch of Toyotas and and Fords and whatnot. Only one Daytona 500 winner is in the top 10 at this point, and that's uh, Austin Sindrick. So likely could have a new Daytona 500 winner. Yeah. So uh, Chastain's on the outside, Byron on the inside. With three to go, it's the same. Two to go, the outside line breaks up. Byron's out in front of Sindrick. This is where I knew the end was going to be terrible. Once the outside lane broke up, there was sort of – like any move that was going to be made was going to be made too late for it to have an impact on making a good finish. And then uh, we see coming to the start finish line and the white flag, Ross Chastain is coming with a push from Bowman, but it's too late. Chastain gets clipped by Austin Cendrick as he's uh, fixing to pass by Byron. He goes into the infield and the yellow flag comes out too late. A little bit of a controversy uh, here, whether or not they uh, they should have pressed the button a little bit sooner, but NASCAR determined that Byron had already crossed the start-finish line to bring out the white flag before the yellow flag came out. Yeah. Uh, and they were... said they weren't going to throw the flag. They didn't throw the flag until Sindrick started coming back up into the – had he kept going into the infield, they yeah. claimed they would have kept the uh, green, but he went back up into the track, so they had to throw the yellow at them. Which is – Kind of similar to what we saw in the Xfinity race later on where the cars, yeah. but we'll get into that. But so William Byron wins the Daytona 500 in the least dramatic fashion of all time, uh, followed by Alex Bowman. So one, two finish for Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, I did see some things on Twitter that said that Bowman uh, should have been, they had like his in-car camera and it yeah. looked like he was ahead of Byron, but um, NASCAR used an aerial photo um, when the yellow flag came out that showed that William Byron uh, was in the lead. Christopher Bell finished third. Corey LaJoy in fourth. Bubba Wallace, uh, who was helped earlier by the yellow, he finishes fifth. A.J. Allmendinger with a nice sixth-place finish, followed by John Hunter Nemechek. Aaron Jones, so that's at Legacy Motor Club in seventh and eighth for the first time with two cars in the top ten at Daytona. Noah Gregson in ninth, and then Chase Briscoe in the top ten. So two top ten finishes for Stuart Haas Racing. Yeah, the race was, there was parts that were really good. I think a lot of guys, I don't know why they went to three wide racing six laps into it, but I thought like the second stage was pretty exciting and most of the third stage was. I mean, you know, you're always going to get the big one, but overall I would say it was like a, it was like a six and a half for me. Yeah. I, well, I thought the racing was tame, but one of it's because of the fuel saving, which NASCAR says they're looking in the, how that can be fixed because they said they were running like 10 to 15 miles per hour, slower times. And the one time AJ Allmendinger, was running by himself and he was running faster than the pack, which never ever happens. Normally if you're by yourself, you're going to get lapped within like five, 10 laps. And I think the early accident got people to drive more tame, like having that sort of 
big wreck on lap six, sort of settled down. You saw it in the second stage. You thought there was a lot of action. I thought it was meh. Yeah. I, uh, just, I just like it. What irritates me, and it, I went to a race in Dover, and twice Jimmy Johnson caused or could have caused. He was at least 50% of the cause of accidents, but he never lost a lap. And then he ended up losing a lap eventually, but then got a lucky dog, and then he won the race. And, like, his driver rating score should have been, like, 50 for the race, but he <laughs> won the race. Like, to me, that with eight to go, that wreck, that was partially on Byron. But he gets no penalty for it. Yeah. And we'll see it in the truck race, too, because someone who finished third in that race made an awful move, but they didn't wreck. Everyone else did, and they finished third. So that was that. Uh, they will be, well, we'll get into it, but we're heading to another super speedway yeah. next week. So we'll see uh, if anything changes with the fuel saving. Xfinity, they raced about an hour after the uh, cup race uh, finished. I, I thought it was a better race. I did what most of the races last year were. <laughs> uh, we had 27 Chevys in the field, uh, six Fords, two did not qualify, only five Toyotas. Yeah, so, where are the Toyotas? Where are the Fords? Where are the Hondas? <laughs> I, I, I want to go back to the cup race. I don't know if it's my imagination. I didn't feel like there's a, enough, a, as much teamwork as we've seen in the past. No, that's what I was saying. Like, Logano... Or Blaney didn't. I mean, I mean, just I'm talking about the whole race, like, oh, like pitting and all that stuff. Yeah, like uh, some people were just pitting. Like, oh my god, that guy's going in. I'll go too. (laughs) Like, totally different team. And there was rarely cars by each other. It seemed like, like at the end, like Blaney screwed Cindric at the end of a stage, but I didn't see him racing together earlier in the stage. Yeah, and I saw too in the Xfinity race. Like there was rarely a time where I'm like, oh, these two. These three cars are working together, like we used to see with Colic. I know Colic had some yeah. issues with the car early, so that messed it up. But uh, early on, it is single file early yeah. in the race here. Seems like Austin Hill uh, helps Jesse Lava a lot more than he helped Sheldon <laughs> Creed last year. But then Andy Petrie had us all laughing out loud. We're texting each other. He lies and says Creed and Hill worked well together last year. <laughs> Like, did he not? Yeah. Did you like him in the booth? I didn't like him in the booth. I didn't think it was bad. And I just thought all he was talking about the whole time was RCR. Well, yeah, that's who he works for. But talk about everyone else and don't lie to us. Like, you called him uh, Creed an idiot or whatever. Like, we saw the video of yeah. you. So, like, who's you're pulling wool over <laughs> whose eyes? So after that, we get uh, 10 to go in the stage. They finally get a second line. And then shortly thereafter, there's the first yell of the race. Daniel Suarez uh, gets into Sam Mayer. He collects a good old Haley Deegan and Kyle Weatherman. Uh, and they really didn't collect Kyle Weatherman. Uh, Arca breaks caught Kyle Weatherman <laughs> as he, uh, yeah. I love Kyle Weatherman. I think he's a good driver, but I don't know how he ended up getting in this accent, so. We have quite a few regulars. They pit with four to go. There'll be two to go when they restart. And then they effing add a lap. They did this a couple times. They added a lap. So they're going to restart with one to go, which is tainted. There's not much action. We got RCR on the front row. Love on the outside. Hill on the inside. Love edges out Hill for his first stage win uh-huh. in his first race. It goes Love Hill, Clickerman, Alfredo, Jeb Burton, Sheldon Creed. 
And then we got Nemechek, Dinger, Ryan Trucks, and Allgaier. And I'm probably missing. No, that's it. Stage two, we get less single wide and they go three wide early. And this is the same thing. It's like, what are you doing? And then Jesse Love causes a big one after leading most of the first stage. Nemechek gave him a bad push. So it's all on Nemechek. We're used to this. Uh, he gets in Austin Hill and Dinger. He takes out my main man, Frankie Munoz. He hit him so hard. He might be out of this week's race. I didn't see him on the entry list. The three wide was asinine. Josh Williams has to go behind the wall too. Like I said, that'll mess up calling. Just <laughs> what are you guys doing? I know Jesse loves young and it would probably help if their racing director wasn't in the booth and it was out <laughs> and telling his drivers what to do. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Stuart Haas racing in front. Some are saying they should just be an Xfinity team, but then they had two top 10 finishes. They'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, midway through the stage, we're still three wide. We all know there's going to be another wreck, and it turns out it's Justin Allgaier who spins out, tried to side draft. Uh, but then we see uh, who is he racing up against. Had to move because there was some debris on the track, so he went to go. Yeah, it was draft. Cole Custer ended up having the. Cole Custer had to move to his left to dodge some debris. They ended up bumping out. It didn't work out. 12 to go. We have Jordan Anderson racing out front with Parker Retzloff and Jeb Burton. Uh, Retzloff teammate didn't uh, work with him, though. And then John Hunter Nemechek might have gotten karmed with 10 to go. He cut a tire, and then he gets touched, or Black gets touched from behind, trying to avoid the accident. We restart with four to go. It's Burton and Hill. Uh, two Super Speedway Kings. And then Sheldon Creed comes to visit his former teammates, and Sammy S uh, Smith is up there for Junior Motorsports. And then with two to go, we got Austin Hill trying to block two lanes, which usually never goes well. Uh, and then with one to go, we see the outside lane get some run. With a push from Ryan Sieg, uh, Justin Allgaier jumps out of line in the high line to take the steam out. Austin Hill ends up winning uh, with Sammy Smith, Sheldon Creed, Cole Custer, and Ryan Sieg in the top five. Truex, Hurst, Allgaier, Almendinger, and Jones round out the top ten. So RTR wins the first uh, two stages, proving that they don't need their racing director. Uh, down there <laughs> you got me on that one. i'm gonna tell you every time i saw sammy smith i didn't know it was sammy smith yeah i got confused every time like just stay in your 20 car <laughs> stay in your 20 car yeah so third stage, oh, the... oh, 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 oh oh you want to oh, oh. commentary no you could work oh i was gonna say uh third stage uh austin hill uh gets caught speeding he misses his pit box overshoots it they have to he probably won't win first. now yeah, you're probably not going to win. Uh, Jesse Love doesn't pit. He's out front. So his aerodynamics, not great. And then we see Riley Herbst and Sammy Smith jostling for the lead to start. 44 to go. They start what should be the last piss ups of the race. It seems a little bit early. If yeah. we're have this race check. has been known to have like 12 uh, green-white checker laps. I, I thought it was a little early. But you know who didn't pit? Ryan Ellis. And Natalie Decker. She leads. And Garrett uh, Smithley. Yeah. Oh, we so. didn't say. We didn't say this was the first time since 2014 in the Xfinity race, two females qualified: Natalie Decker and the Deegs. Oh uh, yeah. And then you uh, forgot so about Deegan already. Yeah. <laughs> well, she only lasted about 20. <laughs> uh. So yeah, it's Natalie Decker, Ryan Ellis, and Garrett Smithley. They haven't pitted yet. 31 to go. Those three are still holding out. My favorite part of this is they did not show them hardly at all for like the first 10 laps that they Yeah, were. very sad. It's like, what are you doing? Back. But I thought this was a good strategy by them. 
kind of wait to see because they were kind of jostling. Maybe you get lucky. And I think it would have worked better had a couple more cars gone with them. Yeah. Uh, just because, oh, first of all, the three wide comes back. It is nuts because it is at least 15 laps of just biting your fingernails thinking something was going to happen, which it ends up. Yeah, so then three wide is nuts, and then we get uh, Luke Hillen, a friend of the program, SVG. He gets into tries to get into a hole that isn't there. He gets into Jeff Burton, brings out the caution at number seven with 23 to go. Uh, Decker, Allison, Smithley can pit without losing a lap, so that's good for them. Uh, Austin Hill has also has to pit. He has a tire down, um, so he's probably not going to win. We restart with 18 to go. Ryan Sieg and Riley Herbst out front. Uh, does Sieg jump the line? This yeah. is when they said Herbs did. Yeah. And he's and he like had some choice words. Yeah, he's like, I'm not supposed to start before. Like he's like, I'm not supposed to start before the lead guy. Yeah. Which was uh, sort of makes sense. He might have been holding back a little. I didn't think it was enough that you penalized the guy, but so he, uh, we get to some debris on the track. Turns out to be six or seven cars on the infield. Uh, Smithley, Clements, the Honeyman, Burton, uh, started by Retzloff, clipping Jeremy Clements. Going to be twelve to go when it's green. It's Herbs and Sieg still. Cole Custer. Holy poop. <laughs> uh, Cole Custer's been lingering and will start behind Herbs on the inside, and then they add another lap. So they restart with eleven to go, and then we get the big one with ten to go. We see Karam, Daniel Dye, Cole Custer. They have big damage. Karam had a huge run into Custer to start the accident. So we go, we restart with three to go. Jordan Anderson on the outside, Chandler Smith on the inside, and then you see Austin Hill and Ryan Sieg uh, lurking in the second row. Uh, Chandler Smith got a great push from Sieg, but he did get too, out, too far out in front, and so did Jordan Anderson. Austin Hill passes him with help from Chandler Smith with two to go. Uh, and then with one to go, it's Hill out in front of Creed, and then the cars behind him. Uh, all may have all hell breaks loose on the back stretch. Yeah, Ryan Sieg spins out to start the thing. Yeah, so there's no yellow, they're letting them race to the end, but there's no one there to help Sheldon Creed. So, three third straight Daytona opening wins, eighth runner up for Creed, still no win. It was Austin Hill, Sheldon Creed, Jordan Anderson, Parker Retzloff, and Chandler Smith. Herbs, Nemechek, Allgaier Jones, and Almondinger round out the top 10. Pretty good day for Jordan Anderson racing as they had two cars in the top four. I had such a swing of emotions. Sieg spins, and I was like, oh, man, it's going to be a lame finish. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to let him race in the end. This finish is going to be great. And then I realized Sieg, like, he didn't wipe everyone out, but everyone basically stopped. So it was just going to be Creed chasing Hill, and there was no chance with no help for Creed to catch Hill. So the end was like, eh. But yeah, I thought it was a better race than the yeah. uh, the cup. So then we go to the trucks. See early trouble with Ty Majeski trying to stick it to the yellow line. Johnny Sauter out front a lot. We see Matt Mills. He has some arrow problems with the front end smash. And we get a semi-big one on lap six. Matt Crafton says he got a shove from Eckage, which started giving him a push and he had nowhere to go. We get 12 trucks in the melee. My pick is done. Uh, Ty Dillon's out. Moffitt's out. And your my pick. long shots out. Ryan's uh, Lane Riggs is out. Yeah, we okay. So you want to say it now or or say it later? What's that? We were awful in this race. <laughs> our picks, our long shots, and our winners pick third, uh, finished thirtieth, 
32nd, 33rd, and 35th. So that's, hey, kids, that's why you don't gamble on racing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, lap 16, big big damage. Yeah. What's that? No, I think I said my long shot was done. Ty Dillon, that was my real pick. That was your real pick. Your long shot has big damage. Uh, <laughs> it brings out the yellow. Who was your long shot? Oh, shit, I can't even remember. Uh, very sad. Gosh, yeah, it's forgettable. Uh, <laughs> so we get a one-lap shootout for the stage. Majest uh, Majesty, that's all. <laughs> uh, Majeski and Sauter out front. Sauter gets a huge push from his teammate, Bailey Curry. He wins a stage, his fifth at Daytona. That's the most all-time. So it's Sauter, Curry, Majeski, Ankrum, Taylor Gray, followed by Brett Holmes, Jack Wood, Christian Eckes, Dean Thompson, and Corey Hine. Lap 32, Stuart Friesen has a tire blow, and the carcass brings out a yellow. We could have, <laughs> once again, a, a short shootout to win the stage. It's Ankrum and Eckes out front, but a caution comes out with one and a half to go because of rain. That lets Ankrum win the stage going 55 miles an hour. Followed yeah, by Chris Craft and Die and Rhodes in the top five. Uh, lap 58, some reason uh, uh, they're unable to jump outside of the side-by-side uh, -side when an accident happens. So you watch 10 minutes of commercials trying to figure out what happens. Like you could, you could jump in and say, commercial, stop. We're going to go to this. And then when yep. the yellow flag... And they're doing stuff, cleaning up. You can run your commercials, but it took forever to figure out what happened. Uh, it turned out Brett Holmes got loose. He gets into Bailey Curry. And uh, then lap 70 during Crank It Up, Tyler Ankrum comes down hard in the roads. Lap later, Rhodes gets a flat tire. He has to pit from second place under green. He loses a lap in the draft. So there goes my pick. Yeah. Run. Lap 74's Rhodes is getting lapped again. He's in the middle of the two lanes. He had a tire pop and eclipsed uh, Tanner Gray and Breidinger. Uh, Rhodes' day is over. Lap 79, Corey LaJoy push on Eckes, creates chaos and caution number 10. 14 to go, another caution. Mason Massey slows down, causing Tony to rear end Dean Thompson. Then with eight to go, we get Nick Sanchez and Taylor Gray out front. Uh, it gets a little squirrely about eight rows back. With seven to go, Ankrum is loosey goosey. Purdy puts him into the wall. So we're going to have. He Bama buggied him. He, <laughs> he gave him the old Bama buggy. We're going to have a NASCAR overtime. Rajak Ruth passed Taylor Gray as the yellow is coming out. So he'll start on the front row outside with Sanchez on the inside. And then he gets a huge push from Corey LaJoy out front. That's Caruth. But he gets too far in front like uh, everyone else does. Uh, Taylor Gray pushes Nick Sanchez out front on the outside. They take the white flag. All sorts of loosey-goosey in the third row with Heim and Carruth. That wipes out Jack Wood, Taylor Gray, Corey LaJoy, Ty Majeski, Daniel Dye, and Tanner Gray out of the top 10. But Nick Sanchez gets his first career win. Some would say he was robbed of the win at Texas last year by Kosen Hosevar, but the rest of the top 10 is Corey Heim, Roger Carruth, Brett Holmes, and Spencer Boyd. The rest of the top 10 is Stephen Parsons, Matt Crafton, Timmy Hill, Christian Eckes, and Brian... Oh, is it? So 10 different teams in the top 10. Uh, I won't list all of them, but it was 10 different ten teams. 10 different teams in the top 10. How about that? Pretty sweet. So here's the other issue that I did not like is Raja Karuth started that last wreck with an awful move up in the clipping Jack Wood. Everyone crashes. Who finishes third? Uh, Karuth. Yeah. yeah. He didn't wreck, though so that was that that was daytona a little crazy i, I enjoyed the truck race 
I enjoyed yeah, like, the Xfinity. I thought the Cup could have been much better, but that's my thoughts. But hey, the season it's a lid lifter, so we're all good. So looking at the weekend ahead, we got the Ambetter Health 400. This will be at Atlanta Motor Speedway. It'll be on Fox, PRN, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. It'll be Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Coverage starting at 2. 400 miles, 260 laps at the newly one one and a half mile, 1.54 mile track. Stages of 60, 100, 100, 28 degree banking in the turns, 5 degree on the front and back stretches. Grand Marshal for the race is PR and president and lead anchor Doug Rice. This will be his final season in the booth, and it's the first of the 15 Cups event in Doug's last lap. It's been racing as a quote-unquote super speedway since the 2022 season, so kind of throw out all the stats before that. I think the racing's been better there since they converted it. The race was second on the schedule from 2015 to 19, but it's the first time it's being part of the back-to-back super speedway package to start the season with... A little bit interesting, but I like it. Uh, William Byron is a solid bet. He's looking to win his second consecutive race since he won Atlanta in 22 and 23. Other winners under the new configuration are Joey Logano and Chase Elliott. Brad Kozlowski and Kyle Busch each have two wins, but both of them before the new layout. And then Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin are the other two active drivers with wins. But that was, again, before the reconfiguration. Hendrick Motorsports leads the way with 17 wins here, including three of the four races since the reconfiguration. And my favorite 19- winner, my favorite winner yeah. here, 1993, 51-and-a-half-year-old Morgan Shepard gets the W. Yeah. And then the most all-time is the Intimidator, Dale Earnhardt. He had nine wins here. So with that, who you got as your long shot? I am going, as I did about 20 times last year, I'm going Eric Jones. He's got an average finish of 9.3 in the four super speedway package races here. And he has the best uh, differential from average start to average finish, moving up 16 spots per race. He averages starting out in 25th, uh, ends up, finishing nine so if he is able to qualify in the top 16 there you go he's got he a should win that math says yeah. he should win yeah which I'm gonna means go crash and qualifying what's that i'm gonna go daniel suarez oh man look at you he's got two top five finishes in the current setup was running near the front before he was wrongfully taken out in the big one in the cup race uh, so my long shots daniel suarez my pick to win ryan blaney I know Hendrick's okay. dominating, but three top fives and, and got the win. I'm going to, it's hard to go against William Byron. As we said, he's won two of the four races here. He uh, said being Hendrick's other guy drives him uh, to be a good racer. You know, you wouldn't be the other guy if you didn't <laughs> have that gimmick wearing the lame ass big hat, you know? So now that you didn't wear it in Daytona, maybe when people won't think of you as the other guy, <laughs> plus win a championship. Yeah. Saturday, we have the Xfinity Series, the Raptor King of Tough 250. Uh, airs on Fox Sports 1, PRN, and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern, coverage starting at 4. We 251.02 miles, so it should be called the Raptor King of Tough 251. But regardless, there'll be 163 laps. The stage is 40, 40, and 83. Austin Hill has two wins here since the reconfiguration. John Hunter Nemechek and Ty Gibbs have one win each. So two RCR, two Joe Gibbs Racing. Best average finishes, Ryan Truex with two. Third place finishes in two races. Austin Hill with two wins, three top fives, have an average finish of 4.0 in the four races. 
could be second back-to-back wins to start the year. Yeah, between uh, him, I'm saying between him and William Byron, like yeah. look like the two heavy favorites. Yeah. Uh, who goes the long shot? I am going Jordan Anderson. He almost pulled it off last week if it wasn't for that untimely yellow flag. So why not this week? I'm pulling something out of my hat. I'm going to go Parker Retzloff. Oh, we are all in on Jordan Anderson racing. Yeah. I wonder if he's a relation to our friend Scooter Retzloff. We never asked. And then my winner, you'd be an idiot not to pick uh, Austin Hill. Yeah, you would be. I'm going with Ryan Trucks. I feel like Austin uh, Hill is lucked into some wins, and I don't think he won all here. And as we said, two prior races here, Ryan Trucks has finished third both times, so. Mm-hmm. And then the truck series, we got the FR8 208 freight. Nope, I'm going FR8 <laughs> freight. If you're googling it, it's FR8, uh, not freight. So, and it uh, rhymes. It'll. Uh, it might be the only race that rhymes on the circuit. Maybe. Uh, this will be Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern on uh, Fox Sports One, the Motor Racing Network, and Sirius XM Radio. Uh, so it kicks off the doubleheader. Coverage starts at. One- you don't put in the little funny quips I put in. <laughs> Like I said, PRN's got no time for trucks. They're like NBC. Uh, <laughs> and they're tied uh, in their disdain for the truck series. Why uh, did you say that? Are you trying to get a job with PRN? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe I just don't like I'm not the big fan of trucks. Well, <laughs> I well, yeah, I was. I almost had your name in there. Uh, but <laughs> so the race is 207.9 miles, 135 laps, stages of 30, 30, 75. Uh, Kyle Busch will be in the number seven truck that Corey LaJoy uh, almost drove to victory lane last week. He's not the owner this time, so crew chief could tell him to uh, F off, although that probably mean he'd never drive for them again. Only 32 teams entered. Usually, I find that alarming. Uh, usually we're at 35 or 36, sometimes even a couple over. They've run two races under the current configuration. Corey Heim won in 2022. Christian Eckes uh, last year, a whopping 11 yellow flags last year, 58 of the 137 laps were under caution. Like, where's Jennifer Jo Cobb? <laughs> where's Norm Benning? Like, yeah. it's not far from Charlotte. I don't know. Maybe it's getting expensive because all these cr- trucks keep crashing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not that far. Well, I'm saying it costs money to repair them. Like, to me, there was, tr- I think there was trucks that didn't qualify last week at Daytona. So just bring it up there. I don't know. I'm a little, I, I find it alarming because I like the truck series and I don't want to turn it on one day. And there's four trucks racing like that demolition derby we went to <laughs> at Heart O Texas Speedway. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with my guy, Chase Purdy, as my long shot. It's got a top 10 finish here. It was racing yeah. pretty well Daytona before he wrecked. I would think this far in his career, four years in, at some point he wouldn't be a, a long shot, but he still is, so. Who you got? I got Bailey Curry, friend of the program. He finished fourth here last year. He was among the leaders much of the race last week, so it's time to shine. All right. And then uh, winner, I'm going to go. Maybe we'll have back-to-back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back winners. I'm going to go Nick Sanchez. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Didn't he finish second here last year? I think so. He did. Ben Rhodes, uh, he's top fives in both of his races under a new configuration. Second in 2022, fifth last year. Uh, I think he pulls it out and uh, gets uh, into the playoff. Now time for our favorite segment, paint schemes. So, uh, uh, friend of the program, 
Uh, Sam Thornton's a big Ross Chastain fan. He's a really big fan of the Be a Moose dot org he didn't know what moose was because he's from england uh a he doesn't know what the animal is b he doesn't know what the organization <laughs> is so i had to send him to the website i think he's signing up to be a moose we'll see oh, if, there he, you go. if he learns a secret handshake now we got kyle bush in the number uh eight cheddars uh it's got a nice croissant on the back and if you win if he wins yeah Buy one chicken tendy, buy any entree, but get chicken tendy entree free. So, oh, there you go. Uh, Chase Elliott in the Hooters car, black. Not sure if it's a night owl or not, but if he wins, you get Bogo Wings. Todd Gilliland in the Georgia Peanuts, it'll be nice, nice little homage to where they're uh racing. And then this last one, not really the paint scheme, I just like the organization. It's for a city of refuge close to the heart of Zane Smith, so he'll be running that car in the 71. And then in the Xfinity, uh, we got AJ Allmendinger in the number sixteen campers in RV. Yeah, the yeah. only thing on this one, the uh, on the side where the gas tank is on, the little green thing, it's right on the guy's head, so it looks like he's wearing an effing minor hat with a headlamp on it. Yeah. Is the only thing. We got Sheldon Creed once again, good cause car friend, uh, friends of Jacqueline, and then Jordan Anderson. This <laughs> one's badass. It is just plain black. No sponsor. <laughs> it's uh, it, like then, he out intimidates the intimidator. Now. <laughs> it looks like a car from an apocalyptic uh, Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the truck, you got to go with the number 77, Chase Purdy, Bama Buggies. Yeah, I typed that in just for you. <laughs> and then we always, I'm a big fan. It's a simple truck, Tanner Gray, the Dead On Tools. But then you got to look this one up. This one, and Spencer Boyd, if you're listening, I know you're a listener. Put some more merch on, and this car needs to be on some of the merchandise. Latitude Arrow, uh, number 76. It uh, it looks like an aeroplane. It's got Bomber Girl on the hood sitting on a missile, but it's got like the fake rivets, and it's a silver paint scheme with fake rivets on it. It looks pretty hard. And he got a top five finish last week. I think he might get another top five in this one. Oh, I do like that one. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, they don't have much merch yet. No one does. It's weird. I went on, like, while I'm watching the Daytona 500, I'm surfing through all the merchandise. Not much out there. A little weak yeah. so far. Like, I would think this is your week, Daytona 500, your Super Bowl of racing. <laughs> you would have merch out the wall on your... Yeah. Some, some teams don't even have a shop, like a merch shop. We'll get there, but yeah. that'll do it for our Daytona recap Atlanta preview. Uh, we'll be back next week. Recap all the action, get you ready. Gig them, yeah. And okay. whatever your what's your thing? <laughs> what's your thing over there? Go Cajuns, yeah. Go Cajuns, and then uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see you next week. Texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running many stops when I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me sponsored by granddaddy Hillen's drilling company we ran in five grand Talladega finish was the 
start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Has given me the brakes. I must admit she's small a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance. I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And now I've got some others on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me. Thank you for 